All right, so the topic for tonight is the subject is authorized by God. We've been authorized by God. And this word that he's given us for tonight is for us to step into 2022 with the knowledge and the understanding of who we are in Christ, how he's positioned us, and the authority that he's given us to operate, all right? The word authorized means having official permission or approval. God has given you official permission and approval he's authorized you to declare his word into your life and the lives of your family and your loved ones i'm going to ask you to open your bibles to matthew 22 excuse me matthew 21 do we have that on the screen for tonight is that one yes we do praise the lord hallelujah i'm loving our new stuff guys So even in the scripture, you're going to see where the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious leaders began to question Jesus' authority because he's on the earth now and he's doing things that are contrary uh, to what the law says. I love it when Jesus comes on the scene. And in in this portion, too, I got a a quickening in my spirit is how they ask him a question. And Jesus is so cool because he doesn't answer them. With, he doesn't give them an answer. He responds to them with a question. Watch this. Now, uh, Matthew 21. Now, when he came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching. It's just like the enemy uh, interrupt you when you're teaching the word. And said, by what authority, what exousia, what sense of ability, by what force... By what superhuman control, influence, power, and by what right and by what strength are you doing these things? And who gave you this exousia, this delegated authority? Verse 24, and Jesus answers and says to them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? And Brother Michael spoke upon this so many times in different messages is that, you know, it's innate within us. And it's almost uh, as a, a skill or a tool we, we use that we reason in our mind. Come on. To justify our actions. Come on, we'll reason on our minds to justify our actions so we will be right even when we're wrong. Come on. And they reason amongst themselves saying, oh, I already said that, okay. Um, Oh, and when they reason amongst themselves saying, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the multitudes for all account John as a prophet. So they will answer Jesus and said, so they answered Jesus that we don't know. I love it. This, this, I, my Jesus is so awesome. And he says unto them, neither will I tell you by what authority exists here. I do these things. Somebody, somebody say authorized by God. Authorized by God. Come on, say it like you believe it. 
Come on, say it like you know it, that you know that you know that you know that you have been authorized by God. Come on. So with, with being authorized by God, I'm getting so excited here, calm down. Being authorized by God, in that authorization, God also gives you his authority. Somebody say authority. Come on, we're going to get down and dirty tonight. Authority mean, means the power or right to give orders. Now, let's stay in this. Come on. And we're not telling you to go home and, and to your spouses or you children to start ordering them around. Come on. What we're talking about, he's giving you authority. Come on. He's giving you authority. He's giving you the power or the right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. And the authority that he's implementing, what he's revealing here is that He's given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Come on, not some power, over all the power of the enemy. Tonight we're going to get educated. He's given you power to influence others because of one's commanding manner, uh, re recognizing their knowledge about something. Now God is giving us his knowledge. You're born again, spirit-filled. He's imparted to you knowledge, revelatory knowledge and understanding. What, just to feel good? during the week or during the month no he's given you his power and authority for you to understand the knowledge to understand that we have the ability to freely exercise the word of god and to come against the things that the enemy will try to put in our way right. come on somebody help me out it is god's right it is the right to exercise authority making decisions with confidence resulting from a person's personal experience. And so many of our testimonies that we give to others are things that we've experienced. The apostle Paul writes throughout the, the epistles and to the churches in Asia. He says, I can only speak of the things, come on, that I have experienced. You want to know what he experienced? Read the, read the epistles and, and read to the, the, the letters that he wrote to the churches there, and you'll see what Paul experienced. That's why he was, he was almost an expert in delivering uh, the, the word of God uh, uh, to the churches because of the things that he physically experienced, emotionally experienced. Come on. It's all in there. Come on. I'll give you an example. The confidence resulting from a person who has been given specialized knowledge. Come on, you've experienced the things of God, that specialized knowledge given to you from the Father of glory, saints. Come on. We can, we can talk about the things we experienced. And as we read the word of God, we know that the things that Paul experienced, the thing that Jesus experienced, the things that the early church in the book of Acts experienced, all come from reliable source. They come from a reliable source, which is the word of God. Come on. I say I got way ahead of myself. That's a description about Paul. All right. Praise the Lord. Matthew 28, 16. Hallelujah. Let's uh, just bring it up on the screen. And this talks about the Great Commission. This is what Jesus was um, explaining to the, to the disciples of the uh, authorized authority that he has given them to function and operate. He was telling them that God has authorized you to do what I am explaining or, or telling you what to do. 
In Matthew 28, 16, the Bible says, Then the eleven disciples went away to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted, even after all the things that he did. Come on, somebody. And this is so relevant to the things that are going on today. Still, the people of the world, even, even believers, we see the miracles, signs, and wonders, and yet we doubt God and his, his, uh, his ability to do the things that we ask him to do. God, he's beyond the measures of men, saints. He's a supernatural God, so therefore he performs things that are of the supernatural. He does things men cannot do. Verse 18, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority, somebody say authority. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. Here's the command. Here's here's where they were authorized by God. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them. To observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. God wants to tell us something tonight. I said, God wants to tell us something tonight. Now, we're going to get you active. Come on. I'm going to ask you to turn to somebody right now. And tell them. I have been authorized by God. Oh, come on, saints, man. Going to have to give you an espresso. Come on. Man. Okay, let's try this again. See, don't make me come out there. All right. I have been authorized by God. Come on. He has given me official permission. And approved me me to use his authority authority in every situation and circumstance in my life life. to bind, bind, forbid, forbid, declare to be improper and unlawful in the earth. Turn to somebody and say, I got this. All right. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. That's all right. Give him praise. Give him a clap offering. Come on. So, you guys, oh my God. <laughs> I, I think we got a bigger response uh, on live stream there. Anyway. Matthew eighteen nineteen. Jesus is now in the presence of his disciples. He's talking to Peter, and you know the dialogue goes on. He says, He says to Peter, Peter, whom do you say that I am? And Peter says, some say you are Elijah, some say you are Moses. Jesus turns to Peter and says, no, 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 Peter. I want to know, who do you say that I am? And on that that mark, the anointing God is, is on Peter. And he says, you are the Christ, the anointed one, the son of the living God. And Peter, I mean Peter, and Jesus turns to Peter and says, Peter, man has not given this to you, but my Father, which is in heaven, has given this unto you. And so he says, he says to Peter, 
So I've got something to add to all that. Today, I'm paraphrasing. I give you, Peter, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That whatever you bind on earth earth will be or have been bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loosed on earth will have been loosed in heaven. And I say to you that on and I say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, now stay with this because there's a lot of interpretations. He says, on this rock, where Jesus wasn't talking about Peter, he was talking about himself. On this rock, I will build my ecclesia. I will build my church. And the gates of Hades, death will not overpower it by preventing the resurrection of Christ. And I will give you the keys, the authority. Somebody say authority. authority. I'm ready to jump on this thing. Oh, my God. I will give you the keys, the authority of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind, forbid, declare to be improper and lawful on earth will have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, permit, declare lawful on earth will have already, come on, already, already been loosed in heaven. Somebody say, I've been authorized by God. Authorized Authorized. with his authority authority. to declare in the earth what has already been done in heaven on my behalf. Somebody give God praise in this house. We want to break this down so we get a better understanding of what Jesus is talking about when he says improper. What is improper and unlawful on the earth. Its description is this, something improper is not in accordance with accepted rules or standards or that those things that are incorrect, come on, inaccurate, inappropriate, or recognized by law or rules, the illegal, the illicit, the law-breaking, the criminal things uh, that the enemy has implemented in the the earth. But we got a good word. Tonight we got a sure word. Satan is a liar and he's a thief. Can we talk to somebody? He's the con man of con mans. The one who dupes, deceives, tricks, and misguides. And we know this through the evidence of Genesis 3-5. In the conversation between Satan and Eve. And I, you know, I was thinking about this and I know there's a lot of, there's different explanations and translations and interpretations about this and why Eve and why didn't he go to Adam first why didn't, and the whole thing about that and the point the fact of the matter is if it wasn't Adam or if it wasn't Eve the enemy was going to get a hold of their offspring so one way or another the enemy was going to uh, do what he was going to do all right so in the conversation with between Satan and and Eve we hear the dialogue and in that dialogue he's speaking he's making references he's making suggestions and those suggestions are beginning to tempt eve to pull her away from the truth of what god had told her in adam and it talked about the tree of life We, we we know what's in those scriptures and this was satan's response to eve he puts a focus on god in this conversation 
And this plan is to bring the fulfillment of a deception in Eve and through Eve. He says to Eve, Satan says to Eve, for God knows that on the day you eat from it, from the tree of life, your eyes will be opened. That is, you will have greater awareness and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. Saints, I'm telling you again, Satan is a con man. A con man is someone, a man, woman, teen, or a child who cheats or tricks somebody by gaining their trust and persuading them to believe something that is not true. I don't need any help tonight except from the Holy Ghost. And this is a fact that if you hear a lie and you believe a lie, then you're going to be subject to that lie. I said, if you hear a lie and you believe a lie, then you're going to be subject to that lie. Tonight is setting a platform here for a night of deliverance. I'm getting in line first. You got to get in back of me. I'm getting in line first. Saints, this was Satan's scheme, a systematic plan. Watch this. Come on, let's process this. A systematic plan, an arrangement for putting a particular idea into effect. And its purpose was the fall of mankind. And unfortunately, he was successful in doing what he did. And we become subject to that falsehood and that lie. Somebody say authorized. Again, I'm going to give you, because we've got to get this deep in our spirit. I'll give you the definition. To be authorized means to be approved, recognized, commissioned, accredited, and given legal right. And the Bible tells us that in the life of the believer, they have been approved, recognized, commissioned, accredited, given legal right by God. Every born-again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, devil-rebuking son and daughter of the living God, you've been accredited by God, authorized by God. Come on. Somebody say, I'm authorized. I've been given official permission. And I'm approved by God. To speak his word and to act on his word. I want to repeat authority. It's the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Jesus. A week and a half ago, I sat in on a a service and a young lady, mighty woman of God, prophetic and just powerful. She began to teach on posture. Our physical posture. How do we carry ourselves? And we can see that in the way that we carry ourselves, oftentimes um, we come to understand because of our posture, how the enemy has found its way upon us. And, and so, um, 
and it's a whole teaching in itself, and I have asked her to come over here and teach us at Genesis, and we'll see, we'll see when that happens. But the idea here tonight is to walk in that, that posture, that physical posture with your shoulders back, your head up, not in pride or arrogance, but in the confidence knowing who you are in Christ, that you're one of God's sons and daughters, you're one of his chosen, amen, part of a generation to fulfill his commission on the earth, amen? You get, you get that? So today I'm going to ask you to stand up. I'm going to ask you to posture yourself as you make this declaration. Now, there's been a lot of, de- I know this is one of Apostle Dave's favorite. He loves to give declarations, and, and we're not, anyway, we're doing what we're doing here tonight without explanation, okay? With your posture straight, your shoulders back and your head up, I'm going to ask you to look, look, look towards heaven. Look towards the throne room of God. Thank you for that backup. Let's be still for just a minute here. Those of you that are home, online, stand up, shoulders back, head up. Create a posture of excellence, a posture of confidence. Remember what God said. He's authorized you. He's given you his authority to declare in the earth what has already been done in heaven. My God, I feel the anointing. For those of you who are standing with your shoulders back and your head up, we're going to ask you to prophesy into the atmosphere of what God says he's given you and what God has called you to do. And with all the confidence, forget about the person next to you. Don't be intimidated. And those of you that are online, don't be intimidated. I'm praying. I'm asking that the words coming out of your mouth will bring life into your spirit, man. That when you leave this sanctuary tonight, you'll walk out of here in that confidence, knowing that you've been authorized by God to decree what is in earth, uh, what is in heaven on the earth. Every one of you have been anointed to prophesy. You may not all be prophets, but you've all been gifted to prophesy. Are you ready? Repeat these words. I have been given God's authority. The power and right to give orders, to make decisions based on the word of God. What I speak to be bound, forbid, declared to be improper and unlawful in my life, has already been bound in heaven. And whatever I lose, permit, permit, declare unlawful in my life will have already been loosed in heaven. I've declared it. I believe it. I know it's the truth of God. Therefore, as it has already been settled in heaven, I declare it settled in the earth. In my life life. right now. now. And no devil from hell hell. 
can alter it, change it, or remove it. I prophesy as to pray by saying amen, amen, and amen. Somebody give God praise in this house. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Saints, this is part of the active ingredients that God is going to instrument or accelerate as you step into these nights of intercession. And saints, this is not a church concept or idea. It is truth founded on God's kingdom principle, the kingdom principles that are of God. These are God's concepts of doctrine that should be and must be put into action in the life of every believer. In order for us, I mean, even simply to maintain a standard of excellence, we've got a practice we have to put into effect what the Word of God says we can do for him in this earth's realm. Now we're going to prophesy to you a little bit more. As one of God's sons or daughters, you have been authorized by God. Him. God. Giving you his authority to assist in working heaven's kingdom in the earth. The binding and loosening, the exousia, the delegated power of God in the earth. Targeting the kingdoms of darkness and their kings. Now, and I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. Apostle Michael, I'll back everything with the word of God. And and I understand there's so many uh, concepts and, and teachings going out on prosperity and blessings. And I receive all that. But I believe, in my personal opinion, I believe that the body of Christ has put aside, maybe even put into a closet, the concept of spiritual warfare, which is readily active right now. And we've got to go back into the closet, pull that knowledge out, pull that information out, and begin to reread it. Because we're in a time, and we've experienced this in the last uh, two and a half years the activity that's taken place in the spiritual room promoted by the kingdoms of darkness and their kings and we've seen the results of that many who have stand to believe God in his word and and come to a circumstance where they had to make a choice fleed they departed but many to the advantage of the kingdom God remain steadfast They did not allow the spirit of fear to come into their minds and cause them to compromise the things that God is asking them to do. And so the binding and loosening, the exclusive power of God in the earth, targeting the kingdoms of darkness and their kings. Why? To spoil. Somebody. Come on, I need some spiritual army uh, partners here. Come on. To spoil, to ruin, to wreck. And destroy the plans and assignments of your enemies. Hallelujah. Come on. Of your enemies. King David knew what, was, what he was up against. He knew who his enemies were. 
He knew that it wasn't flesh and blood being used by the un- uh, he knew it was flesh and blood being used by the unclean spirits. In Psalms 3.1, he's very prophetic. He says, Lord, how are they? They increase that trouble me. Many are they that rise up against me. And as you continue to, to follow the Psalms and read the activity, you understand that the spirits, plural, of rebellion to Absalom, we're out to try and to destroy David. Flesh and blood in association with those spirits on assignments. Somebody say authorized by God. Authorized by God. Okay, if we can pull up. Matthew 18, 16. You're going to see we're we're revisiting some of the scriptures here. And it's for a purpose. Stay with us here tonight because the Spirit of God is here. We're ready to release a fresh anointing upon your life, saints, that God's going to empower you. And I feel right. It's not a, here we, let's go. I'm going to go with the sixth sense of the Holy Spirit. A knowing. God has set into motion tonight, has brought us into the sanctuary where He's about to release. Come on. And it may sound repetitious. He's set this in place to release into your lives, to put into your lives a stirring up, a fresh impartation. A, fre- a freshness, a, f- a fresh breath of his spirit in us tonight. Come on, a fresh breath. Matthew 18, 16. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus has designated. Saints, you know everything that Jesus did was designated, given to him by the fa- his father in glory? There wasn't one thing that he did on this earth, not one thing that he spoke on this earth was, that was not designated by the Father. Verse 17. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted that it was really he. And Jesus came and said to them, So about God, all authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven. And on the earth has been given to me. Watch what he does. This is the delegated authority God has released. He's authorized you to do this, saints. Go, therefore, and make making disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me. You're commissioned, you're authorized by God to take what God has invested in your life in knowledge and in experience. Come on. And in experience. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually. Regardless regardless of circumstances and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Jesus' disciples were authorized. They were commissioned. And they were given authority. There's not one of us here in the sanctuary, not one of you watching online today, where you have not experienced something in your life to where the, where the Father of glory intervened, made a way for you, delivered you, set you free, broke bondages, removed addictions. Those are all testimonies. Those are all things that you've experienced. And I'm telling you right now, humanity is in a boiling pot of confusion. I said they're in a boiling pot of confusion. They've been hit in every area. Addictions, all kinds of addictions, bondages, things that they've done. And they need to be told. Some of you experienced some of the things you experienced that they need to hear. That your testimonies will bring them to the understanding to where God's word says he will do in them what he's done through you and for them. Hallelujah. As one of God's sons and daughters, you have been authorized, commissioned, and given authority by God. God's giving you his authority to assist and work in heaven's kingdom in the earth. You've been authorized by God, given his authority, cast out demons. Is somebody receiving this? Shika pratabakas. I know what it is to have demons cast out of me. I'm being real here. I know what it is to be, ha- have addictions taken out of my life. I know that. I've experienced that. I know what it is to be a liar. Oh, somebody. But I also know what it is to speak the truth. See, I got a smile on my face. Praise the Lord. Mark 121, please, on the screen. God's setting us up. He's setting us up for 2022, saints. Mark 121. All right, I'm going to read. When they went to Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath day, Sabbath, Jesus went into the synagogue and he began to teach. And the Bible says that they were completely amazed at his teaching because he was teaching them as one having God-given authority, not as the scribes. And just then there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. Now hear this, please. Oh my God, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, Jesus. And he cried out terribly from the depths of his throat, saying, what business? Listen, this is flesh and blood. This is a spirit speaking through flesh and blood. You've all experienced. Don't look at me like that. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The spirit speaking boldly. What, what business do you have with us, Jesus? Meaning more than one. 
What business do you have with us? Meaning more than one spirit, Jesus of Nazareth. Have you come to destroy us? Watch this. I got the download today, man. I just jumped out of my seat. Speaking, he says, have you come to destroy us? Plural, more than one. And now this spirit, I, one spirit, I know who you are. The one speaking as I, it is the commander of the legion. Don't look at me like that. It is the commander of the legion. Who are you? The Holy One of God? And the Bible says that Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet, muzzle, silence, and come out of him. And the Bible says that the unclean spirit, that commanding spirit, threw the man into convulsions and screeching with a loud voice came out of him. And it says that they were all so amazed that they debated and questioned uh, each other saying, what is this? Oh, my God. What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, the demons, the legions. Come on, come on. And they obey him? Not just some spirits, but every unclean spirit. In Luke 4.36, it's not on the screen, I don't think. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice saying, let us alone, what do we have to do you, Jesus of Nazareth? Are you come to destroy us? I know thee who you are, the, the, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him into the midst, he came out of him and he did not hurt him. And all the people were amazed and spoke amongst themselves saying, what a word is this? Authority and power. He commands the unclean spirits and they come out. Saints, I say this. I say, <clears throat> woo. I say this, <clears throat> woo, Jesus. Come on, swallow, Galetta, swallow. I say this in the love of Jesus. Stop confessing what the enemy has said against you. Come on, saints. In the love of God, stop confessing what the enemy has said against you and begin to use the authority God has authorized you to use. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hallelujah. Let me back this up. Begin to use the authority God has authorized you to use. To remove anything that has been said against you, said against your family, that is unlawful. Prevent any future assignments from the kingdom of darkness that are to be planned against you. Those plans to dissolve your marriage or split your marriage. The plans to suppress or to shut down your ministry. Those plans to come against your health is somebody in this house. The plans of the enemy to to come against your finances, to come against your jobs, all those things. Come on. 
Beloved, Jesus was very specific. He clearly defined. He was precise and clear when he spoke. He was also very intentional and deliberate. And tonight he's given us a sure word of prophecy. We've been authorized by God, given authority by God to come against the works of the enemy. And the Bible tells us that everything that Jesus did was calculated, done with a purpose in mind, as his Father gave him insight to manifest heaven's glory in the earth. And we emphasize this, strongly recommend, highly recommend and strongly suggest if you've not stepped into a season or sessions of intercessory prayer, get your Holy Ghost selves over here on Wednesday, uh, November and December of this year. Everything Jesus did was pre-planned, predeterminated, done through prayer before it manifested. Jesus knew exactly where to go, where to be, when to speak, how to do what he was told to do because he got alone with the Father in glory and the Father of glory revealed to him what he was to do. John 5, 18. This made the Jews more determined than ever to kill him for not only was he breaking the Sabbath from their viewpoint, but he was also calling God his own Father, making himself equal with God. Uh, we can get in trouble with this because it didn't go into doctrine. But do you know that you are equal with God? As, see, as one of sons, God's sons and daughters, he has made you equal with him. I can't speak for y'all. But I know where I sit. I know where I sit. My Bible tells me that because I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. I sit in Jesus. Boom. At the right hand of the Father of glory. Far above all principalities. Far above. All principalities and powers and dominions. And every name that has a name. And because I sit in that position of authority... I can exercise, I'm authorized by God to exercise his authority against the things that are unlawful in my life. Knowing, knowing and determined to see the outcome of me using that authority. That is to, will be to my advantage. And so Jesus answered in verse 19, Jesus answered them saying, I assure you, and most, I don't know if we're going to finish, finish this because I can feel the kabod. I can feel the weight. Is somebody in this house? I can feel the weight uh, uh, the, of, of the glory of God upon these, these, these hands right now. Deliverance is in the house. The Spirit of God is in this house to bring deliverance in this house. So Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself or somebody of his own accord unless it is something he sees the father doing for whatever things the father does the son in turn also does it in the same way this is the breakdown 
This is the Holy Spirit inspiration. Come on, saints. This was what the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit prearranged for your lives. Come on. To be authorized <laughs> and given his authority to have dominion, sovereign control, lordship, to rule with an upper hand over the kingdoms of darkness and their kings. Before, somebody say before. Before God said, let there be light. Come on, saints. God wants his church, the ecclesia. Now, we're prophesying to you. Got a word of knowledge, a prophetic word of knowledge for you. I'm ready to do a handstand. Oh, my God. God wants his church, the ecclesia, to catch up to. Come on, to catch up to. To get up to speed in what he predestined, what he prearranged for it to do in this time of accelerated development. Saints, you have been chosen and marked by God for the, these specific events to take place in history. Come on. The confidence resulting from a person's personal experience. Saints, you've been chosen and marked by God for these specific events to take place in history. Your life as a walking epistle to the testimony of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul writes to the church. He speaks of those things. says, I can only speak of the things I've experienced. And so what is the experience on his road to Damascus uh, event there? We all know the story. A light from heaven came, knocked him off his horse, a voice out of heaven. He began to converse with Jesus. He gets taken down for three days and three nights. His eyes are, are covered. And what I believe happened is that in those three days and three nights, Jesus just gave uh, Paul... Uh, a download come on a big download and gave him knowledge and gave him understanding because when he came out of it he was ready to begin to evangelize the very thing that he was doing before he stopped doing the thing that he wasn't doing he's going to begin doing Paul had an experience Paul had a supernatural encounter with God The confidence resulting from, from him who had been given a specialized knowledge about a subject given from a reliable source. Who's that reliable source? Jesus. Everything that Paul needed to do what God had commissioned to do. And even Paul's life. Listen, uh, as he was uh, Paul of Tarsus in, before his conversion, God already had a plan for Paul. He knew what he was going to do. And God waited for the most precise time in the life of Paul to grab a hold of him by his tie, pull him off that horse, and speak a word into his life.
the emphasis on this too is that what Paul experienced. It was the same with Jesus. Jesus said, I can only do what I see the Father do and say what I hear him say. Jesus was authorized and given kingdom authority to do what the Father instructed him to do. So was it with Paul. His road to Damascus was a divine appointment by God. And the results of that, that intervention, we come to understand, here Paul, he writes almost two-thirds of the New Testament, the epistles that he writes, and the things that he writes about is what he experienced. He began to, to move in what God authorized him to do. And this is in Matthew. I don't have the, sorry, saints, I got it. I don't have that. Anyway, this is uh, in the book of Matthew, and I don't know what chapter is, but verse 17. And the Bible says that the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus says this. And, I, and I, I believe, I believe that Jesus saw this even before it happened, before uh, he said, let there be light. He says to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Listen carefully. I have given you authority. Somebody say authority. authority. He's talking to his disciples. I have given you authority that you now possess. Oh, God. To tread upon serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy, Satan, and nothing will in any way harm you. Saints, you've been authorized by God. Matthew 18, 28, 18. Matthew 28, 18, excuse me. Jesus came up and said to them, all the, oh, please, Let's get this. God wants us to walk out of this sanctuary tonight. With a new mindset, a fresh mindset. Because we want to prophesy good things. We don't want to prophesy negative things. But we've got to understand, things are going to begin to happen to where you're going to have to use the authorized authority God has given you. 